Love Talk Radio. Worldwide, BDP, and a friend of Worldwide, 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 worldwide. One, two, three, the crew is called BDP. And if you want to go to the tip top, stop the violence in hip hop. Why, Time and time again, as I pick up the pen, as my thoughts submerge, these are those words. I glance at the paper to know what's going on. Someone's doing wrong. The story goes on. Mary Lucas had a baby, someone else decapitated. The drama of the world shouldn't keep us so frustrated. I look, but it doesn't coincide with my books. Social studies will not think upon political crooks. It's just the president and all the money they spent, all the things they invent, and how the house is so immaculate. They create missiles, or families eat bristles. Then they get upset when the press blows the whistle. Both calls are made profiles are kept low. You temper with some jobs, not a press's control. Not only newspapers, but every single station. You only get to hear the president is on vacation. But uh, stay calm, there's no need for alarm. You say goodbye to your mom, and you're off to Vietnam. You shoot the kill, come back, and you're a veteran. But how many veterans are out there peddling? There's no telling, because they continue selling. As quiet as it's kept, I won't go into depth. You can talk about Nigeria. People used to laugh at you. Now I take a look. I see USA for Africa. this confusion. Rewrite the constitution, change the drug in which you use it. Rewrite the constitution of the Emancipation Proclamation. We fight inflation, yet the president's still on vacation. BDP Part C. I think one, two, three. The crew is called BDP. And if you want to go to the tip top, stop the violence in hip hop. Why, Sometimes I call my hair on, sometimes I wear a hat, sometimes I'm in a Mercedes, and sometimes 
you know, they probably took a look at the, the fear of a black planet play that the Sugar Ray, uh, you know what I'm saying, is a CEO and president over it. You know, all this good knowledge and the good stuff that he's doing for the community with the real deal. He probably saw some of that, and all of a sudden now, you become a more intriguing person. <laughs> you know, so, I don't know, man. There's, there's a lot you can say about that right there. Incredible, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I got interrupted, man. Somebody cut me off, man. God damn it. Somebody with another question, but go ahead. about Steve Kerr. I really don't. 
I don't know what's so special about him. I mean, he best played basketball. He's an analyst. I don't know, but I kind of feel I got a feeling, man, that that um, I don't know, man. I think that Golden State situation was all. I think that's a setup, man. I think they wanted to get Mark Jackson out and wanted to get Steve Curry, and I think the New York situation was just a distraction, just to make it because right. it, it happened so so smoothly. And the thing about right. it was is that I don't know, man. It's just funny to me because I don't understand why they fired Mark Jackson. I think it was something with the they say oh he had a problem with the management, but I think it's more of a situation of um, you know. They, you know, somebody, they were living, white folks looking after each other. You know, I mean, they got rid of their brother, man, and he 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 basically built that team and got him going. And now they, now they're gonna replace it with Steve Kerr, and uh, it's crazy. I mean, it's I'm crazy to me, man. Was and I don't want to cut you off at all because you you always give great knowledge and great great you know presence to the situation. But I truly believe that it was because of the stand that he was about to make with the team and the Donald Sterling situation. And the reason I say that is because he had said that he had an elaborate plan and they were going to play for one minute and then and then walk off. You know, you know, this is, you know, America. You know what I'm saying? Here in America, you know, they have their own traditions of all kinds. Some good, some not so good. True enough, they were probably looking out for the guy they really wanted, you know what I'm saying, if you know, the guru, as they like to call him, Bill Jackson, with the 13 reigns, you know, uh, you know what I'm saying? They're trying to, they, they do what they always do when it, it comes down to that. They're trying to pass the buck on the situation. And this comes twofold. First report is that, okay, well, he wasn't getting along with management and everything, but they were moving that situation around so quick and so cold. Maybe right. Mark Jackson. Maybe Mark Jackson, you know, who also used to be a New York Knicks, they may have offered him that job first because he played for the Knicks. But they were covering their ass because he was going to make that move. Now, they're already, before the East even drives on the paperwork, they're already trying to say that Mello, Dolan, Dolan, I was always dogging Mello out with his mouth, but they putting up no points. And if you remember him as a basketball player, he's sitting up saying stuff like, Mello was the reason for the influence on that on that decision. He, you know, he's the one that was responsible, so to speak, for that decision because he he uh he influenced his attitude somehow influenced, you know, Steve Kerr's decision not to come there. Now, that sounds fishy to me. I'm serious. That sounds fishy to me. I mean this guy, you know, had Phil Jackson as a coach. He got a couple of rings, and he actually really didn't really earn for real, for real, you know what I mean? And yet he gets an opportunity to not only get this grandstand deal, but, you know, he was going to be brought back, and him and him and uh, my man would have worked it out. But, you know, it's just like it's like anything else, and we'll go into the number one draft pick of the Michael Sam's thing here in a little while. But it just seems to me that all that they say sometimes just don't appear to be what it is. And there's two there's these issues and you know integral things that they do. There's always more to it when it comes down to us than being honest because we've never gotten out of shape. We're not gonna start getting it now just because it's basketball. Eighty percent of us are in the game. We ain't gonna get it now. What you think about it? 
Yeah, I think you're right, man. I mean, you know, it's just one of those things, man. I really feel like, you know, it just, it is what it is, man. I mean, think about it. You fire a guy who basically performed and did well and did everything for the team, and he got the nice, you know, he got a nice, he got his best player on the team, Stephen Curry, saying that, hey, I want him to stay. And that show you what kind of power they have. So what they do, they fire him, and they bring in somebody, bring in Steve Kerr. And what's so cold about that is, man, is like, look at this right in the middle of what's going on right now. And that show you who has power and who has control. We have no power, no control over nothing. We just basically are just puppets playing and entertaining them. And the thing about it, Magic Johnson, this and that, Magic Johnson, yeah, okay. But the thing about him, the Magic Johnson right now, he he's doing, he's trying to flex his muscles, man. But the thing about it, he he when they're talking about doing something as far as like getting black owners, they always talk about an ownership uh, partner partner group, a diverse partner group. Right. They're never talking about a black. So that's one thing people fail to realize, man. They 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 always get caught up in that BS, man, of talking about minority, diversity, those type of words. But nobody, uh, equal rights, civil rights, they talk about that. But nobody want to talk about black rights, you know. Want to talk about black this. But they, when it comes down to talking about offensive stuff like him, they put us in category of always something negative. But that's, that's it's it's just one of those things, man. That NBA, I, I I'm gonna tell you, man. I've lost a lot of respect for the NBA, man. I've, I've I mean, I've I've really regressed, man. I mean, because I mean, for you for a long time, man. I mean, I was an NBA fan when David Stern when the Suns were here. The Suns got taken away. It got to the point, man, that. I really kind of look at it for what it is, man, and I start thinking and start saying to myself, you know what? What does this do for black people, man? People say, well, you get paid, you get paid. But, yeah, individually, yeah, but as a whole, as a black race, what does it do for us? See, that's what things, that's what, that's what, that's what, that's what a lot of dudes get tripped out on, man. They get caught up to that thinking like, oh, man, we, we okay, man. We, we good. We come a long way, man. We got, we doing, no, man, we still don't own nothing. We still don't own nothing. We still do not own nothing. No part of the industry. People talking about well, uh, well. I ain't talking about no house, and I ain't talking about no car. I ain't talking about that. I ain't talking about no little bitty business. I'm talking about industry. That's what people need to understand. Industry, like you know, like industry. When I say something like transportation or the uh, music industry, any type of entertainment industry, you know or anything that has big, big money in it. But individually, we'll make money, but as a whole, as a whole, we don't benefit from it. And, it, and, it, and, it, and, that's, and that's the only thing that's going to make things better for, for black people, man. And I just think cats really lose sidetrack of it because they get caught up into the the, uh, the the small print, you know. Right. You understand the the person that you're reading it or the person you're getting it from is a is a power hand, and it's a person who has it, and it's a white person who owns it. 
and we'll just go along with it. We, I mean, I can go on forever with this, man, but that situation, man, is just... Anyway, you know, it, it, what bothers me most about it, man, is there's too, it's, it's, it's too many coons out there who are riding the coon train that don't even necessarily want to even address that. I'm going to say it, and I don't care. You know, there's some guys in hip-hop sports. It's another group out there that when I post something, I talk about something about black power or black empowerment or anything like that, they keep coming at me and keep talking about me, why, why are you always in that black shit? This is uh, These are black people, you know. Yes, indeed. These are guys who come at me and they say stuff like that. Reason being is because they don't know no better. They're content. They want to sit back and they want to drink and they want to sit there and watch games and be content about that. I've been over there and called racist. How the hell can a black man be called racist over there when Facebook is owned by white folks? And if they want to cut us off and take us off that damn group, ain't shit we could do about it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But... That's the whole that's, oh, that's, that's the motherfucking hip hop sports. Sorry ass motherfuckers. The, 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 the gears have been switched up. They're giving folks, you know, I'm saying that they're jumping on you about, you know, nicknames, but they're part of the group and like they blend in. See a whole lot of black folks out there to be on that kind of level of understanding, which is not understanding anything except what's right there in front of them, that's as far as they can go is they call it, you know, not being able to see the forest for the trees. But you know what I'm saying? These cats can't see around twigs. So we ain't worried about no trees. They can't even look around twigs and find out what's really going on. So they, when, you, when you do come along and you try to impart the knowledge, by the way, the same thing that you were doing prior to, uh, you know, not spending as much time over there. Prior to that, it was like, oh, yeah, let's talk about it. Let's make a full subject out of it. You know, hey, hey playboy, break that, break that stuff down. And now you, you sit up here and you, you go into... Uh, the conversation all of a sudden is something different because just like I said, for the reason why I left, you have a mental expansion that goes on with you. You have a mental awareness and awakening that goes on within you to look for, desire more, and to do what intelligent people do. Discuss the, the, the business of the day so far as your community is concerned. Get yourself somehow involved. Even if you don't do nothing but, you know, like, like Pac said, you don't do nothing but provoke thought that pushes someone else to do what you're doing on so far because there's teachers, there's workers, there, and there's students. And then there's the, the people that should be students and they're sitting in the front of the class, they always want to be the cat they grab a seat way in the back so they can grab the ticket access to the bathroom and to the door of, of, of the room so when the bell rings, they out first. They don't ever want to come up front but maybe they can learn something because they're too pent down on stuff that, that, that basically is on a rudimentary level, which means what we, for layman's terms, on the smallest level of things you can be on, the most basic and primary, zero times zero is a common denominator because you ain't on nothing. You ain't talking about nothing. And then you want to deprecate or, or shit on somebody else who, who decides that they don't want to sit there and pontificate over nonsense or, or, or basically go chip the tat over nonsense and sit there and look at you like you crazy because, oh, my God, you know, this, this, you know, this cat might actually be talking about something. Well, he don't spend as much time over here as he used to. And since he's over there with the winners, we don't act like losers and treat him like he a loser too because we still haven't learned how to graduate from maybe using both apparatuses like we do with other groups. We find big groups that we want to go to and that's Sugar Ray and myself we, and, and, and Rawhide 
we, we find groups that the cats are elevating and talking about some real issues, some real stuff, because we're into our folks that much. That's what we do. The other ones on the other side are kind of like, okay, we're going to stand on the sidelines. We're going to tell you why your, your page and your service is paid. We're going to tell you why your stuff ain't doing stuff. Oh, you just on a knockoff status or you trying to be like somebody else. If I was trying to be like you, I would still be over there. And probably still in the twilight zone trying to figure out when we're going to talk about something besides Eminem, Tupac in, in a dress or whatever else is going on. We try to figure out a way to talk about larger subjects, be on larger stuff, because that's just the way it goes down. We want to be on larger issues. We want to talk about, you know, everything that's out there, because, like I said, for the black man in America, it's 911 every day. I'm, I, I mean, I, I feel sorry for the families and everybody else who went through 911 and went through what they went through, and they have had the memorial open up today, and the president presided over that. And I think that that's very important because we need to remember history. But we need to include everybody's history so everybody feels like they're a part. Because face it, if everyone doesn't feel included in, in the process of what's going on, and what's going to happen is the people that don't feel included are going to be a problem to you in all forms that you know that they're going to be a problem to you. So it, and embracing some realness and some, and some black history and, you know, some current day events, we get a chance to association becomes simulation, and when you, simul- you, know, when you simul- assimilate to or become a part of, you are who you hang around, you are who you deal with. So it's good to be around some folks that actually care enough to talk about it. So when I hear somebody like Sugar Ray go somewhere, and he gets treated, uh, you know, foul in a way because he's talking about some real stuff besides just the, you know, the, the flavor of the day, but the, but the, the, uh, the long-term stuff, it bugs the hell out of me when I hear stuff like that happen. That's one of the reasons why, you know, I don't even, I don't even throw up a flag or a signal or nothing. I just disconnect and keep moving so I can find real folks. So Sugar Ray, I'm glad you're on deck with you real folks. Yeah, man. Likewise, man. Shit, man. I mean, we we got a lot of good things going on, man. And right now I'm in the process, man, of trying to, like, uh, I'm trying to holler at this group right now. I pose a question, man, of, uh, you know, is Nelson King Sr. added to the group, Robin Major? Because I want to get, because, um, reason why, man, because um, I want you on there, because I think that you can bring a lot to them, man, and we need to get some real good, 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 good combo going with this relationship situation. But uh, you had some topics, man. What's one of the topics you had, man? You brought a topic of, um, about, what was it? Karen Hernandez, I think. Karen Hernandez, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go into the into the into the worldwide page six four six, uh, you know what I'm saying five nine five six four zero two, Fossey Jeezy worldwide show Fossey Jeezy on deck with Sugar Ray, and uh, we're going over the you know, we are going over the topics of the day. And it seems New England's former uh, tight end uh, Aaron Hernandez has been wrapped up a little bit tighter. In uh, you know events that are going on outside of of football, where you know there's a whole lot of stuff going on, and, and in order to expedite this, I think I'm going to just jump over here to my resource that I always use to to look up these topics. So, like I said, this is this is some crazy stuff that just seems to uh, radio out of control, and they can't seem to get arraigned on. Well, it looks like Mr. Hernandez, Aaron Hernandez, is indicted for the 2012 double murder drive-by. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So as, as it reads here shortly, it says, Aaron Hernandez is currently in jail awaiting a 
trial of first degree murder charges for the shooting death of O'Neill. Just a moment. Somehow we put some kind of extra place in this. We're going to go ahead and put the microphone check or whatever. But anyway, it says that uh, he's awaiting um, jail time for first degree murder for charges of the shooting death of O'Neill. Lloyd, this O-D-I-N, O-D-I-N Lloyd, has been indicted for 2012 uh, double murder drive-by the shooting of two other men. Uh, Fox Ted Daniels reported that. And so they're saying that, I guess here, in, it was in New York at a midday conference Thursday, a Suffolk County District Attorney Daniel Connolly stressed that the victims, Daniel Abreu and Safaro, uh, I'm sorry, Safrino um, uh, Portado, did not give uh, uh, have any gang ties, and then described their meeting with him as, as, as a chance encounter. They said the two men were ambushed and executed as they drove home. And then they go on into to the rest of the stuff that's going on. So uh, my man, it looks like he's going to be, you know, on lock for a while. I don't think they're going to allow you know this man an opportunity to, to come out and, and prove himself one way or another. And he's pretty much kind of tied up in it. He's got you know, three three bodies on his name. So, I mean, this is this is this is what happens, folks. When you know, you get yourself together and get your money and your paper together, you got to kind of push towards what's getting you that million dollars. A lot of people. Yeah, there, man. You know, he, he, he really he, man, he really messed up bad, man. I mean, he messed up really bad. It's kind of sad, man. But then again, I don't give a damn about him, man, because I really feel like, you know. People, it's that lifestyle, man. People, I don't know, man. People get to the point where they do so much, man. They feel like they can't be touched, man, and they think that they got so much money and they're above the law, you know. And you know, it's so funny, man. Um, I don't know, man. We, you know, what bothers me about the whole situation is though, it's like his woman that he was with. He, you know, he had a woman. She was right. a black woman. It was a black woman, you know, and um. I mean, thinking about it, man, it's just a troubling situation, man. I don't know how to handle this situation, man, when it comes to Aaron Hernandez. I just feel like the dude just didn't have no... These motherfuckers just need a hug or something. I don't know what's wrong with the cat, man. But he was just crazy, man. And and out there in Boston, man, it's it's really tough out there in Boston, man. I mean, there's no love out there in Boston at all. But... Aaron Hernandez, damn, he fucked up bad, man. Because he was a good fucking tight end, man. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. My, my thing I was going to say is that he's blessed to be able to, you know, be in a position that he was in. A lot of us to get in trouble when we get that long paper, that, 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 that kind of paper that allows you to do what we were talking about all along, about doing stuff with your community, and being able to make moves. You have money to do for your community, and you have the kind of people that allows you to do the one thing that I always say, and I say every day as I'm on here, that we're not able to do as, as black people. We're able to have cars, you know, supposedly own houses. We never, ever truly own your house because property taxes on your ass until you're, until you're out of here or until you move out of the house and, and get something in the test. But you're able to control everything but your own destiny. To me, that's what Fear of a Black Planet and uh, Flossy Cheesy Show Worldwide does for me at Sugar Ray. We have the opportunity to 
get in there and, and, and show grace now so that it's not a matter of, of if, but when a big break occurs where well, we can show the same, the same uh, you know, uh, innate uh, ability or whatever to, 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 to uh, progress, to, to get to where we need to, to help another people with, with apparatuses like this. Uh, we'll have an opportunity, like I said before, to kind of show people how it's done. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, money money is not is not the not the root of all evil. And and uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know uh, you know life is life is not a bad thing. Actually, life is 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 heaven, right? On a real tip, and hell is what you make. So yeah, it, it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you got your act together and you, you, you're on, on a strong and you're where you're supposed to be mentally and stuff, and you keep in mind that, look, I got this all this property over here and I got this, this cash. And I mean, what, what we consider real cash, where, like I said, you have the opportunity with so much cash to be able to control your life as no one else can do, and all people can do to you is make suggestions. And if you take that kind of a blessing, you just throw it away. You don't realize what that is. I, I would rather be a man who never got it than a man who did that. Because to know that you were at one more on the time on the precipice of, of something greater than yourself, and you just allow it to all kind of just fritter away like that, I would rather not know what it's like than to blow an opportunity like that. That's just me. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Crazy man. So, I mean, it's crazy to watch, it's crazy to see it. But like I said before, all you can do is you know spray for folks at some point, get some understanding. But I think it's going to be quite a while before they allow my man to get some get some daylight about that situation. That's yeah, he gonna be out of there for a while. I got a question for you, man. I was at uh, work yesterday, and we had you know a little get together for us. Uh, you know, the staff at our school district. And it was a Mexican food thing they put together. And the funny thing about it, what tripped me out was, is that um, we were sitting there with this conversation, you know, talking. And I'm at a table with my coworker, who's white. And it was two ladies that came up. And I think we was conversating and we was talking. And one of the ladies broke out and we was talking about, she was talking about, there are some girls here that's so loud and obnoxious, and was, she was talking about some girls. And my buddy said, oh, I know what girls you're talking about. Those are the girls he did with. Now, the girl she was talking about, she broke out and said, oh, yeah, I know. And the girl, the lady said, the teacher, she said, yeah. Oh, yeah, one of them is named Blue, and the other one is named Africa. Now, these are two girls. These are two girls that go to the school, and they're black girls that go to that school. And the teacher deliberately looked at me and said, oh, yeah, I know those girls. I hate them. She looked at me and said that. I hate them. They get on my nerves. And I was thinking to myself, like, I said, you said you hate you? They hate you hate them? She said, not like hate them, but they get up, they're just obnoxious. I said, you are in the wrong profession if you hate them. And she was like, I don't mean hate. And I say, hey, that's what you're telling me. You, I mean, you want to explain to me, you say it to me. I say, you have to understand these are kids. But is it a situation that you hate the black kids? Or is it something that you're not used to or something you're not comfortable with? When I said that, man, that whole table 
the whole table got quiet. My point, my point is, my point is, man, is that when I when this is one thing that I come to realize, man, that when you deal with a, a lot of people on the job, it's for anybody out there listening on the job, and the, and your job is predominantly white. You're going to have to understand and you have to educate yourself and get to the point to where you're going to have to listen and deal with those issues head on because you have to listen very carefully to what's being said to you because I think a lot of people really are caught up, man, and get let, stuff, let, let a lot of stuff go by. And that situation that happened, man, it was crazy, man, but it doesn't surprise me, man, but even though these people are real nice to you and they talk to you, they shake your hand, they giggle to you, doesn't mean they're not practicing white supremacy. Don't mean that. They, they, they could be one of those things, they could get you to the point, man, they bring you out and they and they act a fool. I'm serious, man. And that situation happened yesterday. That's just crazy as hell, man. And I just want you to know, man, that's... <laughs> I, it was one of the things that bothered me, man. It was, it was very heavy. Hey, you know, you told her right. If you're a teacher in a school, and you tell her about you hate somebody, I don't know no other way to put it, but I got two words for it. Donald Sterling. And I say Donald Sterling to, to, that, to that comment that she made because it's it's not dissimilar in situation, just 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 money bags. Uh, let me. I guess the thing I'm trying to say is, is let me feed it like this for the people out there listening. Donald Sterling was in a position to hire and fire people, to affect lives, to create and to change lives. Oftentimes, now when you mean when I say creating, I mean creating opportunities, not creating like like father created. But the situation with the teachers is similar because she's in a position of power. She's in a position of, you know, adjusting uh, people's grades of different backgrounds, and you're in, she's in kind of an adjudication position where she gets to judge shit and look over stuff and make decisions based upon whatever her, or whatever her convictions are. And because she's on some small-minded type bullshit saying stuff like that, that's scary as a parent. But I hear that because that means that you can screw up my kids' opportunities to, to go to the next level to, to a college or something. You can affect his GPA. You can affect his, his SAT scores. You can affect everything about, about, about the child that's important to the child. You can affect all that. You can affect all that. You can, you can literally change the direction a child goes in by, by being able to change what their grades are. So when she says stuff like that, from now on, every time I, I look at her, I would be kind of monitoring from afar how she's grading papers and, 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 and how kids are relating to her. Because when you got a jackass like that on deck saying stuff like that about hating a child and you were teaching, you know that 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 speaks completely, completely, completely uh, to something else, and and it's something that's very something that's very ugly, by the way. And this person is allowed to be a position of authority, 
they're just, as far as I'm concerned, they're just, they're more or less, they're just a danger. They're a danger to themselves because they have a teaching environment. You know, kids, kids are going to be kids, and you can't say that you hate them because of all that. Just, that's just, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying about people that just don't think before they speak, and then they look right at you because you happen to be, you know, Afro-American or whatever's going on, and they decide that that, that is the time to want to share their bliss. You know, they say ignorance is bliss, so they're sharing their bliss. So that's great. Yeah, man. Yes, indeed. I was gonna ask you, man. What's the latest music you got? Do you have any? Uh, I want to know if you want to take a music break, man, because I know, I know you got some some more heaters on deck. Well, well, I, well, I can take you any direction you want to go. Now, I can take you on on a, on a smooth, slow. There it is. Oh, you know what I'm saying? I can put my man on it with sticky green, you know what I'm saying, on, on represent. Or I'll tell you what, let me just let me pull something out of out of my hat here so you can, you know, get things together. And uh let's see here. Got some kind of smooth one. Oh, oh man, it's looking the variety the is going to getting crazy here. Well let's 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 throw out a little something for my for my main man, Professor Griffin. Likes this bad boy right here. This one's for you, Professor Griff. You know what I'm saying? We live here at Fussy Jeezy Show Worldwide. 646-595-342. Just want to throw something into the pot, mix it around. We making gumbo. So there you go. Hold it now. Trouble. I overhaul and I'm coming 
Yo, what's Cripple A? Just Big Snoop Dogg. Leave your name and your number at the motherfucking beat. If this one of my homes, two-way. Hey, hey, Snoop, what up? This your nigga Trey. Hey, man, I was thinking. I ain't said shit on your whole motherfucking album. So check it out. Put this on there. All you motherfucking haters out there can suck my motherfucking dick. And we still smoking. What? Clippers are going to end up winning it, man. 
Mm. I mm-hmm. still believe it's going to end up being the Clippers and the um, Heat. In a fairy tale, fairy tale uh, championship game. That's what I believe. You know, one thing that one thing one thing to keep in mind though, man, is that the NBA gonna be they gonna they gonna drag these games up, man, because they need their money. But it, but I kind of realize, man, that NFL's a beast, man. NFL's a serious beast, man. I mean, it's like I mean, they do they do stuff big, man. They bringing out soldiers and you know cats in wheelchairs and little boys. Beating on little paper drums and shit, they get, they get it in, man. They do everything. They even talking about having games on Saturday. You know, they're talking about having games. They got, they already got Thursday, they got Monday nights and shit. They're talking about talking about doing it, doing it, doing it. It gets, it might get to the point where they may be doing too much though. But man, the motherfuckers are so serious, man. CBS is tired of the cable channels taking all the money. They decided that they got about shit. Every 12, 13 games that's going to be getting played on Thursday night on CBS. Yeah, that's interesting, man. That's a lot of guys came out. Came out of the draft, man. It tripped me out big time, man. Um, um, I was watching the draft, man. That's a, that's some that's cats that come out. The NFL. Is the package though, man? I, I really think about it, man. I sit there and watch it, man. That you you watch the NFL, man. It's it's, it's a heavy situation, man. It's really heavy, man, because it gets to the point where it's like you know it's indoors, I mean, because it's because it's cold outside, and people get into it very heavy, man. Uh, I can't wait for it, man. I'm looking forward to it. Hey, man, I would be. You know what I'm saying? Very, first of all, you're, just, just, just a brief thing, just in case you didn't know about it, you got your boy, uh, Doc Rivers, you know what I'm saying? They went on ahead and took 25 grand from him. We knew that one was coming. You know what I mean? We knew that one was coming. Uh, you know, they, they weren't going to let that rest. Then, uh, you know, your girl, your girl, your, 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 your favorite TV personality, Oprah Winfrey, gave uh, Michael Sams a, uh, a reality show. That's going to be aired on, on, on her channel. You know what I'm saying? I guess they're going to do like like, uh, like they did the uh, college thing with the, you know, the, uh, the school, uh, uh, food dreams or whatever. But they're going to show this guy get, get pulled in. And evidently, he kind of ticked off a few people in the NFL already because they found out that uh, he didn't tell the Rams about that deal with Oprah. They had to find out on it on the low. This dude might be stepping on his own crank before he gets a chance to get uploaded and 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 and, and uh, put in the computer for for usage. So, oh yeah, like, man. Something something got got silly, man. This girl, man, was so scared to rest, and she didn't even have fifty on the show. So Gail King went out with her and, and stuff, and that, she had a chance to tell him, hey, these guys are actually all right or whatever, like. And she, you know, couldn't figure things out no more for herself. 
You understand? Her, her and Barack have benefited a great deal off of the city of Chicago. And what I see going on in the hometown, but, uh, you know what I'm saying, no money, no resources, no suggestions. I want to run out here and make comments and buy a team or whatever. It's kind of rough to it's rough to kind of see that, man, and, and, and know that there's people with some resources that can actually, you know, get in there and, and, and put some ideas in or, or do the same things that you do. Maybe, I don't know, maybe they get back there in Chicago. Maybe they're afraid or scared of something. You know what I'm saying? Maybe they're afraid and scared to put their two cents in. But, yeah, you know, with, with, with uh but much is given to you, man. Much responsibility goes along with that. And I don't, I don't rightfully understand why, you know, these these folks don't don't get focused on that and figure out what what was going on, man. Because I mean, there's an awful lot of, you know, asleep at the wheel when it comes down to us getting our our, our folks that we got the capital in there mm-hmm. helping and helping. That's that's really a shame, man. Because for years. These people benefited off the hometown, and you know people still be killing each other. Back I mean, there's there's nothing said on the regular. There's no no voicing of uh, you know dissent or displeasure. It's like, damn, you know, you guys are benefiting awful lot off of the uh, off of the program back there. Uh, well, why don't y'all pull on here and uh, you know jump in here and say something that that people can use or, or, or want to hear. Because, uh, you know, this, you guys benefited off the hometown. Take the time now not to be speaking up. That's pretty scary, too. I mean, it's crazy, man. It's absolutely crazy. But, uh, yeah, yeah, they do find, find support. You know, speaking of that NFL thing, that's something I think I, I was trying to get back to about my mind state in, 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 in the green fields of Oregon right now. But, um, this thing with, with the number one draft choice stuff business, man, they've got a very, 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 I mean, when, when this man does his job, he does it well. He's got a very effective job of downplaying Javon Clowney, the number one draft pick in the media. He's a very effective job on that. Now, when you finally get around to talking about him six days later, I can't get to the story because Michael Sands is all over the place. Uh, you have this situation where they're saying that Houston screwed up real bad, getting this guy's number one and saying that they, you know, basically this reporter said that he thinks that that's the reason why the Texans stink or why they're going to stink it up because they got the, the brother, the first-round draft pick, and I'm like, that's an awful lot of insults coming from the media. About, about about this Javon Clowney guy, who, like I said, no criminal background, you know what I'm saying, no one draft pick, the top top person in the draft. He don't even talk about it at all. But you're Manzel us to death. I mean, if I hear Manzel's name one more time, I'm going to put him on the uh, 2016 presidential ballot. Imagine if Manzel us to death, and they talked to they talked about Michael Sams, they did a real effective job. I think this is what you were talking about earlier about the distraction that happens where they distract you with other stuff so they don't get to talk about the main story and, of course, the main story when the black man is the number one player in, in uh, college football. Yeah, man. Too much. 
That whole that whole thing the media is talking about that Johnny football. They crazy about him though. Now, you have people who are outraged because he didn't use because the owner, the owner, the guy was paying the guy's salary. Like man, does paying his salary. The owner says, "Look, he's a backup quarterback until we get things established here on who's who and what's what." Right now, he's just a backup quarterback, so let him do what a backup quarterback kind of does, and that's just kind of do whatever he does, right? And it's like he hasn't proven himself in the NFL at all. So it's like, why jump up and down about this guy and cry about this, this guy and what he's doing when he hasn't even proven himself in the NFL? Everybody knows that it's a different speed in the NFL than it is in college. We've seen Herschel Walker. We've seen, you know, uh, quite a few cats that came out uh, out of college and didn't really fare well. By the way, happy birthday to Ray Lewis and uh, and Emmett Smith. Their birthday. Happy birthday to them. Emmett Smith born today in 1969, and Ray Lewis born today in 1975. Hold on a second. Go ahead. I'm going to get back to you in just a second. Do you think? We're going we're gonna to play it short until he gets back. We're going to drop it real easy and real quick, and we're going to jump right back on it. Yeah. Some special, you know. Some epic. Lloyd Banks. You know, because it's thugging on me. He don't want to see you smile, baby. Hold 
I really need your attention for a while And I bet you I can make you smile whenever I'm not around And you're feeling down, what's the thought of me be? I don't wanna see you frown like when kids watch you clown I wanna bring you joy and be Smile, be you know myself You know how I get down, I provide by any means to be Smile, we done went through ups and downs That drama for a while, I'm just happy I'm around to be Smile, whenever I'm not around And you're feeling down, what's the thought of me be
of the dead nigga With no inspection sticker, drinking liquor, smoking slippers And I go about as hard as seven, get a 55 You injected niggas be smoking, but fuck it, my shit is five I pay for it by nine times Different mechanics, too much of a job Some say they just couldn't handle it I need some shots on the back, I need some work on my brakes My passenger side wonders sometimes it just don't wanna race I hear bumps and crunks, pings and ticks and dings Running low, but I try to keep it right. 
ain't getting in line. My man Sugar Ray back on deck, back in the captain's chair. And uh, yeah, yeah. So just wrote right along. Six four six five nine five three four zero two. Well, well, let me say this, baby. Everybody out there listening, Nels, let me take the floor right quick because I got a vent and I got some heavy shit on my chest right now. Some incident that just happened, and I want everybody oh. to chime in on it. If you listen to me, the number is six four six five nine five thirty four zero two. Flossy Cheesy Worldwide, and it's Sugar Ray. What I want to talk about is I'm going to put this out. In a situation, and it's really bothered me very heavily. This is my life for sale. I have a situation where I have my daughter over here, and everything's all good. And I stay in Washington because I stay for my kids because I take care of my business. When things don't work out with a relationship, it doesn't work out. So you be a daughter about it. You walk away, but you do what you can for the kids, and you stand for your kids. But the problem is, man, is some bitches don't get it. And what I'm trying to say is they'll do everything they can to stick you and try to dog you and disrespect you and try to stomp you out on every level they can. Now, I'm a man. I work. I'm not from Washington State, but I'm here in Seattle, Washington, because of my kids. And the thing about it is I work. Child support is taken out of my check. And the thing about it is, my kids, I have them most of the time. While this bitch do what she want to do. And the thing about it, what's so cold about it is, man, I'm a nice guy. Because, like I said, I'm going to do everything I possibly can for my kids. I fight, I will die, I will scratch for my kids. And the thing about it is, is that this bitch doesn't know that. But she'll try her best to go out her way and do everything she can to disrespect me. The problem is, man, it's like what well, situation that went down right now was kind of out of hand. It's always a situation that happens that when I have my kids over, you know, it goes to a situation to where I don't get no respect, and it gets and you get to the point where kid could take another house based off some some shit that she's mad about because her funky ass boyfriend probably didn't come by and she was pissed off because he's fucking over a dumbass. My point is, is that. People say, "Oh man, why don't you go to court? Won't you get a, won't you get a, 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 a child custody situation? All that kind of stuff." Yeah, that sounds good. I, I did all that, but the point is though is that that system doesn't work because what you come to find out, man, you'll spend out so much, so much because you already you already in a hole with child support. You're trying to do that. You're trying to maintain a living. You're trying to take care of your kids. But your kids are with you 75% of the time, but this dumbass bitch who has them about 25% of the time, she gets all the money. She gets child support. When it comes to buying food, when it comes to buying clothes, when it comes to paying for graduation, doing every fucking thing you could possibly think of, I do that. What did this bitch do? This bitch doesn't do anything. So this is a message to all the brothers, uh, any white man, black man, green man, I don't give a damn. Any man is going on in a situation where you have a woman who's always about the money. And that's the first thing. She, it's all about the money, and she wants to control that. And that's all she wants, the money. You need to watch out for them females, man. That's why when you get a good woman, you hold on to it. Because there's some good women out there. It's just that one woman like this here makes a lot of other good women look bad. You know what I'm saying? 
And I don't put all of them in the same category because there's this one bad fucking bitch that I deal with, and I met a whole bunch of other beautiful, nice ladies. And I meet them all the time. But this is the thorn in my side, man. It's really personal with me, man, because my daughter was crying because she did not want to leave. So that bothers me. And like I said, man, I live and I would die for my kids. And the thing about it, when it comes down to it, I even break her back. And I don't give a goddamn what boyfriend she got. If he come between my kids, ain't shit he can do to me. Because I would break his back. And I ain't talking about the gateway. I'm talking about the highway. I'm talking about beating his ass, killing that motherfucker. I got to get this off my chest, man, because that's a situation that goes on, man. Because I'm one of those guys, man, who does so right and try to be fair to people. Try to be honest. Try to be nice. Try to be cool. But you always constantly get shit on. And it, you know, and it makes me to the point where I'm very, 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 very angry and very tired. But I control my anger because I could have just went the fuck off and just beat her ass and slap the fuck out of her. But I, that wouldn't do no justice, you know what I'm saying? I'd be locked up, and that'd be a record on me. So I'm just saying, man, it's a tough situation, man. But all I can do is do the best for my kids and they can see when they get older that, hey, my dad's there. So I just want to put that out there, man. Uh, You know, this is what 100 Radio is all about. 100 Radio the whole time. whole time. It's straight up. It's real. And if you can't deal, I can fuck up and move on. It's uh, 100% Radio at all times. I mean, you know, that's what the 12CG worldwide is. It's worldwide. We cover all topics and everything. We don't, we don't shut the door down on nothing. We just try to, try to maintain everything as we, as we see it going down, and we try to, you know what I'm saying, give it to you, you know, real and untucked. That was raw and untucked right there. And I appreciate it because, you know, he's right. You know, there's a whole lot of wonderful women out here and men. But, you know, a lot of times, you know, things get out of control and silly and, you know, if you're out there, if one of these chicks out there, you know what I'm saying, using that kid as a weapon, I've been there too. You know what I'm saying? Cut that bullshit out. Because, you know, it is, you're not going to change the father, brother. he's a real guy. You ain't going to change him from being a responsible person that he is. You know what I'm saying? Why deny? Why lie? Why try? You know what I'm saying? A real father going to hang in there. So I take my hat off to Sugar Ray for, you know what I'm saying, trying to be a real father. And, you know what I'm saying, with so many cats out here that just don't even give a damn about their children, it's good to, to see it here that there's a father out there it's willing to go the extra mile and, and sacrifice life and limb to make sure that the child is taken care of. Because at the end of the day, that's what's important. A lot of times, you know what I'm saying, you know, life gets in the way of some of these folks, and they don't know how to honestly handle themselves and deal, deal with a real person fairly and squarely. So, you know what I'm saying, all you out there doing that bullshit, like my song says, you know, you know what I'm saying, never do what they do. Never do what they do. Yeah.
You know, some people can take it, some you can accept it or reject it. You best respect it because if you disrespect the game, the game will disrespect you right back. So I go there. So uh, we can so we can move on into something a little bit deeper, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, and, and you know, brother, chance to focus on, on the matters at hand and stuff. So you can, you know, what I'm saying, uh, relax a little bit. Uh, your, your boy is up there, was up there in Seattle, man. You should, I'm saying you should have kept the Sonics team because once again, your main man Ray Allen proves again that he, not LeBron James. Is the force to be reckoned with on the Miami Heat. He keeps hitting those uh, those dead eye jump shots that get take catch to the to the next level in championships. He's the Robert Ory uh, of today right now in these last minute shots, man. You know, and uh, he, he did it again the other night, but just like he did the championship, took Miami to the next level on a, on a dead eye jump shot and, and uh, moved them on into the you know, final round of the Eastern Conference. Yeah, I'm sorry, now I got. Something going on right now. Um, yes, yeah, they should have been here, man. But uh, it's um, Ray Allen. You know, hey, he's a he's a guy, man. But it's like we had a great team and we had the random, we had them all, man. But it just so happened that's that's was um, I guess I, I guess I say that's not what they wanted. They wanted to get rid of the team, but you know how it goes with that, man. The NBA is all about money. That's right. That's right. By the way, it can be to. You know what I'm saying? Take a break and get a music break here. We got we got plenty of music, you know what I'm saying? So you think of it, you know, keep things on a smooth way at because family's always number one in enforcement you know, over this. So if they need to take a break or whatever, you know, we'll, 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 we'll keep you keep you in there and keep it together. Uh, speaking of domestics, man, I guess evidently Jay Z must have uh, you know, placed his checkbook. He knew what it took to get things back back on even kilter over there in his household. With his sister in law, I guess he took her diamond shopping. She literally kicked his ass in the head with it. <laughs> so, I guess he tried to keep it together. Yeah, I'm trying to. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's... Yeah, man, but hey, man, life goes on, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I do the right thing, I do the right thing, that's all good, man, but you know, whatever. But, uh, man, but, yeah, the Sonics, man, I wish they were still here, man. Life would have been a lot better for me, man, because we have a little more, a lot more excitement in the city, man. You know, it's kind of dull without them, man, because the Mariners ain't worth a damn. I ain't going to lie to you about that. They ain't worth a damn. Nobody care about them cats. But, uh, but yeah, man, she's a man. I think, I think um, we'll eventually have a team, though. We will eventually have a team. And, um. Uh, I think when they when we get one, I think it's gonna be probably good. I see Milwaukee; they got they they there's some guys that bought their team, so they probably end up remaining there. But uh, yeah, man, I mean, I most definitely would love to have a team, man. I mean, I'm, oof, man, I saw the last I came and attended the last Blazers game in the in, in the key arena. Uh, when and, and Seattle pulled that game out at the last minute too. You know what I'm saying? And this cat was sitting up there sitting next to this little Hispanic and a son and father sitting there watching the game. This kid was all in your face and everything else was laughing and having a good time and we thought the Blazers was gonna win, so we all did and the Blazers didn't win. You know, uh, a Sonic's won. He should have just looked at me all crazy, I get I get all big and we had stuff happen. 
I don't want to stomp nobody out, man, because I'm too much an open heart and caring guy, man. I, I love people. I love life, you know what I'm saying? And it's all about sharing and caring and making people respect yourself and respect what they do. And do the right thing. That's my religion right there, just doing the right thing. I don't want to stomp nobody out. I don't want to disrespect nobody, you know. I only do that and say things to the people who basically, I just call it out what they are, you know, just say, hey, that's what they are, that's what they do. You know, we have conversations and we talk about, you know, um, about black empowerment, things about us, things we got to learn, things we are trying to get. But see, the thing about it is that people don't understand it, though. It's not, it's not a disrespect to white people. Because the thing about it is, it's not about the white people, it's the white people, it's the white way of thinking. It's more about the mentality. That's the biggest thing of all, man, the mentality of people. And people get in this world, they get to the point where they accept that mentality to where, to the point where they start to think they're better. They start to disrespect. You know, they watch TV and they have an arrogance about each other. That's why so many kids are depressed right now, because some kids are feeling that pressure. Because they don't know who they are, especially biracial kids. I see some biracial kids at school. They're confused. They don't know who they are. They don't know what to fit in it because they're this and they're this. But they have to understand, though, is that it takes a strong person to let them know who they are to be that form. And um, it's real, man. It's real. It's real. It's real. I do a lot of shit, man. I do a lot of shit, man. School, I see kids, man. I see, you know, just a lot of stuff, man. I ain't on a whole lot of shit, man. I just wish I could be able to platform or do it. I had enough money to where I could do something really major, major for some people, man. I'll ride it. I don't give a damn. I'll ride around the fucking bucket. I'll be out in the bucket and be like, fuck it. And as long as everybody else is happy and good and that buck give me where I got to go and this and that, I'm good. It's all about the cause, man. It's all about this. Because I ain't trying to be all flashy and cashy and looking all like this. Hey, hey, what's up? I'm bling, blinging. It's not my style. It's not my style. <laughs> it's all about sharing and caring, man. Well, like I said, you got you had all your eggs in, 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 in one big basket. You know what I'm saying? If you have a smaller basket, the smaller thinkers because, you know what I'm saying, you might have a basket of 100 eggs. You can't share that 100 eggs with everybody. You got to share them maybe about four or five eggs. So that's the level that they own. They, they, can't, they don't drink in a whole lot of information at one time. Most of the shit they come with is so sideways, you can't understand it. I've had my children be used as a weapon on me before, too. You know, attempt to extort money out of your form and stuff and do all this a little crazy shit. It's like, look, I ain't got time for extortion. This ain't FBI, CSI, or Mission Impossible. I ain't got time for that shit. You want to start extorting to you? I want to tell me what my grown son is at. You know, you tell me you've been out here, you know, X number of months rolling around, you know, on some homeless shit. I didn't know nothing about it because all you can think about is your, your bowling ball pickup with your coochie little asshole being close together. You being carried off like a six pack every time you turn around. That's all you care about. And you know, I got time for that, that, that small minded BS. You know what I'm saying? You gotta have your, you gotta have your shit together. You know what I'm saying? You gotta you gotta want to be something, want to be something. But those you glad you got those around you that don't share the same. You know this is what we keep talking about over and over again. 
but you are who you hang around and and uh you know what I'm saying, association assimilation. And if people don't have nothing to assimilate themselves to because of somebody that they got in about shit or telling you about a real cat like yourself that's about something, they don't know how to deal with that. Because you get you know, you have to be because you and your life shit, well, you gotta be real all the time. You know what I'm saying? You you you're an educated craft. You know what I'm saying? You uh you know, educating folks all the time. You know, you got, you know, sons and daughters and stuff, you know, and, and, and stuff is important. You can see how important it is. And life is a, is a real deal all the time. You don't have that in any, uh, you know, time on your hands, so to speak, to kind of, you know, uh, fall for anything and don't stand for shit. You got to stand for something all the time. So, like, yeah, I'm talking about a real guy. She don't know what the fuck to say. Not really. Honestly. <laughs> no, man. You're right, man. I don't know, but motherfuckers just don't know what I do. I, I, you know, I try to do wonderful kids. I do, I do a lot for my community, man. I work with kids every damn day. You know, so I'm against. I deal with the calls every day, man. My whole life is about the calls. I, I, I wake up early in the morning. Take my walk to take my walk to work. And I go and deal with somebody else's kids. I do that all day. Give them direction, conversation, education. You know, some stuff that they don't, some stuff they can't teach in a book. Life skills. You know, give them a mentor. You know, some white kids over there at school never met a black dude, but they meet me. I give them a good, I give them a good representation. I don't give them what they actually thought they see or what they perception of what they think. They know how deep I am. They they know they know about a lot of them follow me on Instagram. They follow me on Facebook. They know what I'm about. They know how I feel about certain things. But the thing about it is though is that they respect it. And the black kids there. I don't know their fathers, but they look at me. Black girls run up to me, talking to me all the time. Like, like, like it's like I have kids. That are, I mean, I got kids that are, that come to school to see me, so I deal with it all day. But then I come home and I deal with my own, and I work with it. And I do what I can. But the thing about it, I do this Monday through Friday, and the thing about it is, though, I get paid for doing what I do at school, but at the same time, man. Nothing can pay me enough, man. What I do, man, I do a lot for these people, man. But motherfuckers don't see that. Motherfuckers don't know that because people too caught up in their own world. These parents, these parents, they don't have a clue. They don't even know they fucking kids because they're too busy out there running the streets trying to work and trying to get all the money. And they got to do what they got to do. But while they kids at the house, the kids at the house doing other things. Oh, I didn't know my son. I didn't know my son was this. Well, you knew and you don't know this. Maybe you need to take some time out of your life and put some time into your kids and know them a lot better. Because I know your kids better than you know yours. I had this conversation with parents. Mm-hmm. You got to pump their brakes. Yeah, man, you got to pump their brakes. You know, we, you know, make your money. Make your money. It's good. Make your money. But don't let that money define you as a parent. Because a lot of people get caught up to making money and think that, hey, that's all I got to do. I buy, I get this, I get this. But you're not raising your kids. Just because you make some money doesn't necessarily make you a great parent. 
it's not it's not it's not determined on price tag. You know right. what I'm saying? It's time on it's, it's about teaching them and educating them. A lot of kids don't get that, man. A lot of kids are sheltered. You know, they don't know anything about you know, different things, man. It's just it's crazy, man. It's crazy, bro. I see that every single fucking day, man. Wow, man. You know, I, I can really tell um, that affected you a lot. And you know what? That's what makes a real man. Because the cats that ain't real men, they ain't sweating what's going on with their kids. They ain't sweating what's going on in their lives. They ain't sweating a situation like you're doing now. But if you're going to sweat a situation, this is the one that's left. If you're going to get caught up in something, this is the thing to get caught up in. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know, check this out. Let me ask you, check this out. Check this situation out, man. I and I'm and I, and I, I usually don't say I because I never speak about I, but I'm gonna take the time to speak about I. My son, he graduates next month. I work at the same school that he been to. What's so cold about it is, man, is that I. Provided everything you could possibly ask for, you know, as far as getting him to where he needs to go to college and to play ball, you know, spending money on different things. His mom, since he's been there, four years in high school, his mom only been to the high school, only been there probably like about three or four times in four years. And the thing about it is, I. He lives with me. I didn't live place to place, but he lives with me because he can't deal with her. And what's so cold about that is I pay this bitch child support. <laughs> I pay this bitch child support, but I don't get jack. Nothing. You know what I'm saying? This right. chick, she goes has an affair with a guy Who's coaching my son? That's the type of shit she. That's the that's the shit I deal with. This is my life for sale, y'all. I'm telling y'all what's going on with me because I try to keep it real as I can. I ain't got a problem about saying what's on my mind, but that's what I do, man. I just basically be. I go along with it. I don't make a huge problem out of it. And I just do what I do. And the cold thing about it is, man, I know the kryptonite for all that. And the thing, the kryptonite for that, the kryptonite for all that is simple: is when the situation gets to the point where I'm, I guess I would say, done with my son going to college and things like that. What's gonna happen is I'm gonna end up getting another lady. That's the kryptonite. And I'm a good lady who's down, who's who's basically into me and understand my situation. But when I had one, that's the kryptonite for another woman. Because when she gets to the point where she comes at you crazy, she won't do that. That's the kryptonite. <laughs> so, yeah, so, you know, that's one of the things I've got plans and got things going on, man. But I got a lot of good 
crazy good things going on that's going to lift a lot of this, what's going on right now because right now I'm going through something. But uh, I'm just letting you know, man, Sugar Ray's all right, but Sugar Ray just go through things. I just don't like when people do tremendously stupid things. You know what I mean? There's no excuse for it, but it ends up happening. It goes down that way. You don't really want to go that way. It's not like you go out of your way to try to plan on taking this stuff back. Um, the point of my relationships. You go into the thing you initially go into, so that you actually have a chance to find happiness and, and, and share with stuff. And you know, the breakup occurs, and that's, that's bad. But, but it's just something goes about situation like that where it's bad enough that you're going to break up silly stuff in the game. This it's pretty silly stuff. It's hurtful. It's ridiculous. It's not something that I, I usually pretty anecdotal. I have anecdotes and things I can say. But keep it at 100 feet. I'm guarded on exactly what the famous person is doing on the form of ventilation committee. Well, I'm not going to try to minimize it by even saying, hey, I know what's going on. I just said I've had some similar experiences. Child children have been used as weapons. Used as bargaining chips, um, you know, people seen being in the toilet, attitude for yours isn't. And you know what I'm saying? We've had a lot of similarities and a lot of things in geographic location. Things that we deal with. I've been fortunate to have my 20 years because I realized that no how much similar stuff was going on. For me, it was doable to be with it because I never wanted anybody ignorant and irresponsible for you to So that kept me in the box. Here again, it's very similar situation where it didn't last, but people still have to figure out a way to have respectful behavior or just say thank you, right? It just doesn't make it easy at all if we're going to be the case stuff I know you have to deal with. Yeah, man. Anything for me, anything for always 
two different things coming together. That's why I'm thinking that I'm thinking that I'm, it'll be nice to think that I really do with a bench stuff. Basically, she's not. She had a 42. She had a 42 material. She had a 42 material. You know what I was talking about. But I'm quite sure no people like that. Talk a lot of science. You articulate the situation very well. You know, it makes it very well. I'm sorry, I'm Reasons why people are why they call you. I mean, it's a crazy situation. Crazy situation to be in. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah, man. I'm gonna go ahead and wrap it up, man. I'm gonna go ahead and take me a little walk, man. All right, sugar Ray. Well, I'll go ahead and wrap it up on this end. You know, so I can sit before us. Good having you on the show tonight. Which these could have been a little bit better, but we run a we run a special Friday show tomorrow night. Just make sure you fill in there, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll wrap it up on that. And about two minutes left to go. Go ahead and uh, go ahead and take it on home. You know what I'm saying? Take it on home with a little bit of a little bit of uh, a Wu Tang Clan. You know, one uh, one blood one blood under the, under the W. And, uh, we'll say good night from there and uh, take it easy up there, my family. You can holler at me later on. You know where to find me. On the worldwide or on the on the uh, on the business, uh, so just know that I'm here for. Go ahead, keep it coming. Yeah. All right, brother. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna run off this piece, man. I probably I'll probably go down to the store and give me some fish or something, man. <laughs> oh yeah. All right, my family. Well, I'll be around for you. Infrared beam at the street traffic light recorders Taking pictures of our corners Cameras on the side of the buildings We destroy them The chameleon throws cream to children Out the window We moving in unmarked vans Disguised as a light can With plastic faces and rubber hands Fuck 
fame I shoot a hole in a 50 cent piece to test my aim I dare you call the guards in vain Not knowing the seriousness of this and why I came to earth feet first I dare you lion tame to the beat of the drum No questioning to the session, I walk with guns The magnum of busted head from many directions unknown Another statistic, change the ballistics on the nozzle Make them goggle and swallow Scrape the craters of the brain for data Old scriptures on with their paper Begin to take shape and form When the guards get on and crash your college door You could have come from uptown Now you come from downtown You could have come from Anatown Now you come from round town One blood, one blood, one blood The first thing is fighting Travel one, race the one heart Now verse 2, even more deadly than the first unrehearsed raw footage. Part 2 for you, I get this dedication, project elimination, he's a burnt offering. Nothing up my sleeve, I'm just vanishing with the vanishing cream. Here's Jews to live by, identify before you enter and can't leave. We agree, fuck that, we waste no time in search of those who can't breathe. A bomb only has one time to explode. When I break, I'm taking everything, turn the city streets to dusty roads. Behold, it's returning the invincible toe. Root like Governor Tools and King Custom. Who gave the order to bust them? Don't ask, this is genuine drab. Blueprint, ultimate legit. Singing to national. Stole up classical. Coming back to attack and black fatigue. Wu Tang and Junior Reed. You could have come from Lebanon, you come from Iran. Could have come from China, you come from Japan. One blood, one blood, one blood. You could have come from uptown, you come from downtown. Could have come from Anatown, you come from downtown. One blood, one blood, one blood. The first thing is fighting, travel one, racial one heart. For the body time, it's a lazy sister. Rappers get this murder every day. You could have gone from Ima, you could have gone from You could have gone from Paya, you could have gone from One blood, one blood, one blood. You could have gone from Brooklyn, now you could have gone from Jack. You could have gone from Queen, now you could have gone from Jersey. One blood, one blood, one blood. You could have come from Long Island, or you come from Philly. You could have come from Tennessee, or you come from Overstock. One blood, one blood, one blood.